A lot of football to talk about. A lot of goings-ons, as we say. Why do people say goings-ons? I don't know why. I just said it. See? See, I, I say things that I hear other people say. It's not grammatically correct. A lot going on in college football right now. And who to break it down better than the maestro, as I like to call him. The maestro not only of college football, college basketball, all things college. The Hall of Famer himself, the one and only Tim Brando. Timmy B and Bertha Butt. What do they have in common? <laughs> oh, man, you're too much. You know that? Too much. Jimmy Caster hey, uh, Bunch, one of my all-time favorite, brother, because Jimmy Caster has several songs, and that was one of his first. Oh, yeah. TC, there's nothing wrong with being a plagiarist. You know, our, pre- <laughs> our president is, so you're fine. <laughs> Exactly. You know, just saying, just saying things that other people say, or or writing things that other people wrote. That's not a problem. Not Come a problem. On. Hey, Timmy B, it, it got it got me through four years of uh, uh, English and journalism at Sacramento State hey. University. There you go. Hey, yeah. I mean, and, and listen, um, uh, you got a third class radio operator's permit probably when you were twelve. I got mine when I was fourteen. Yeah. Uh, no. No. Actually, I was a, I was a little bit older. Because, uh, uh, oh. you know, you know uh, element number nine really got to me. You know, it was elements <laughs> one, two, and nine. Yeah, and I think I, yeah. I, think it was like, I was like 14 or 15 going down to San Francisco, baby. Had to go make the trek. I had one of my DJ friends who actually, because mm-hmm. I didn't have a license at the time, he had to take me down right. to 555 Battery Street in San Francisco, and I passed the test, Timmy B. We're, uh, we're showing our age now because I took a Ultraways bus to Dallas to get mine. Oh, got that. See, I was, and that was and that was between between American Legion baseball games that I was playing in the summer. How about that? Yeah, that's, there's a little nugget about Timmy B. You didn't know. I love. Oh, he could bring it too. Timmy yeah. B. could bring it on the mound, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, I was the uh, I was throwing that really you know really strong seventy one mile an hour <laughs> slider yeah. from the from the side from the left side. Mm. Yeah, I was. I was mean if I came in after a flame-throwing lefty. You know, if I came in when they needed a mop-up guy, I, I was your man. I was absolutely your man. So. See, another thing we have in common. <laughs> they were both pitchers, T- Timmy B and myself, except that was before the invention of the jugs gun, probably, Timmy B. So we right. we have I, we I, could I tell people actually, that we threw 89 or 92. They wouldn't dispute it. <laughs> I, was, I was playing more for my... My glove and my occasional power at first base. I was I was a pitcher largely because they needed a left-hander that could get it over and threw off-speed junk uh, <laughs> to offset some of the flamethrowers that um, you know our, our starting pitchers were. So that's how I, I managed to get through high school in American Legion. Okay. Always helped to be left-handed, now, no doubt about no it. No doubt. Now, I hope, okay, I'm really hoping that you weren't one of these ham and eggers that threw left and batted right. Okay, I hope you no. weren't like a Ricky no, Anderson, no, no. that you were strong and no. you were committed to the Southpaw no. stance, Timmy B. Yeah, I'm a committed Southpaw, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Love my, it. My, my, yeah, my, um, my tutor in baseball was my uncle, who was actually a right-handed thrower, but a left-handed hitter. <laughs> and um, there's a few more of those, actually, than, than people realize. But <laughs> honestly, um, just get just hearing us talk about the third class radio operators permit. I'm sure there are a lot of people <laughs> listening to you going, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> exactly. I think what it is. It's 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 me staying away from 
uh, a question like, what the hell are we talking about Deion Sanders and Texas A&M about? What, what is that all about? Uh, I thought you might go there first. Well, not there, because, you know, we, as, as we say, Timmy B, we have to have the segue, the proper sway, segue when we're oh, going to okay. the Jimmy Caster bunch and our well, bumper music. You know what I'm saying? Well, and coming out of a break. Me, me, there it is. Let me just say this, okay? There are a few things that embarrass me uh, more. But I'm, I'm almost unembarrassable, period, in life. There's no doubt. You, you really can't embarrass me. I've done enough things and not been embarrassed that it's uh, shocking. But, but, if, <laughs> but the, the notion that I would have to answer a question from anyone today about something Stephen A. Smith said about college football makes me want to regurgitate, okay? <laughs> oh. but, but, <laughs> but, but apparently if Stephen A. says, that this is going to happen, that the entire sports world has to respond to it. I, I don't think I've heard anything as as preposterous uh, as that until uh, we get off this interview and somebody else says something on an Embrace Debate show that will be would be equally dumb. Okay, but that's what's going on out there. That's 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 what's in the sports world uh, that we're living in at the moment. Not part of my rundown, uh, Deion Sanders to Texas A&M. <laughs> not part of it. Not going there. And again, you just uh, you probably took up a, a forty-seven seconds of uh, of prime time there, uh, Timmy B. That uh, we could have back. How about that? Yeah, no prime yeah, time. I, we are we are going to see Deion. I brought this up really, but largely because that's who we got on Friday night. Spencer and I are going to. One last trip to Pullman before they blow up the Pac-12 for us, right? Oh, yes. One last trip to Pullman. You had to figure we could not get through the 23 season without going to Pullman just one more time, baby. And that's what we're going to do and Colorado. If you were going to, to Corvallis and Oregon State, at least, you know, we, we, we would have a, a, a better representation. But, you know, Wazoo, they started off great, but now they went in the tank and it's no good. And so here yeah. we go, Timmy B. You know how we're always asking for like that, that kind of secret reference, you know, when you were, uh-huh. you know, so we know that, uh, hey, he's giving us a shout out. And you may do this on your own, but I'm just going to throw it out there. If we can get a reference from you, and Spencer, especially you saying the pack two, then I know you're talking about me. There it is. The pack two. Because that's what that's what's left to me, B, right? The pack two. The pack two. That's what's left. Ooh. Uh I honestly I, I did want to see Dion uh this year. I did, and and now he's gotta win the next two games if he wants to go to a bowl. I think most people had him in the bowl season before we got to the month of November. Uh you know, the loss to Stanford was really, you know, a, a, a bitter pill. But they let that game get away last week, too. I mean, they should have won that game. There's no doubt about it. And then they'd be playing for bowl eligibility. So now they've got to win this game, and then they've got to win one more after that. And that's going to be a really hard one to get because Arizona, I think it's Arizona, correct? That's yep. going to be a really tough one for them to get the way Fish has, uh, has that team playing. I believe that's who they're playing, right? I believe that's the last game. So – uh, but but I am looking forward to seeing Prime and and talking to him. I do think he's had a hell of a year, and and if he gets the six wins, uh, he, he he should be national coach of the year. I mean, he really should because I mean he he what he's done is uh, unprecedented to turn over a roster the way the way that he did. But 
So the good news for us is that we'll be done. Spencer and I will be done on Friday, and we can get back home in time to watch a bunch of great games on Saturday. And um, and then we get ready for Thanksgiving week, where we'll do a twofer. We're going to be uh, in Norman for the last Big 12 game that Oklahoma will play, and they they need to win. They got a shot. Uh, that, that that whole Big 12 title game thing now. Who's going to play Texas is is really up in the air. I think there's three teams tied for second place now, Oklahoma State, K-State, and, and Texas. So, and Oklahoma State has the tiebreaker on OU. Uh, even after that uh, lame excuse for a game they played at uh, Orlando last week. So, uh, that's where we'll be on the Friday after Thanksgiving. And then Saturday, it'll just depend on who does what this weekend in the Big 12 to see whether we go to Stillwater or if we go to Manhattan, Kansas, but it, we've only got two weeks left. You see, that's two it. Weeks in our I know. Now, before yeah, we, that's it. And I'll be I'll be off the hoops. Yeah, I know. I know. It's yeah. it's almost double dip time for you, you know, and uh, of doing that. I was going to get that, to that, but before we leave the, the nonsense category, Timmy B. Now, uh, you did USC Oregon uh, this uh, on Saturday night, correct? Right there, it is now. Now, Numchuck was telling me he, he had his feelings hurt. Our astute uh, producer slash board operator who does not have a third class radio operator's license. And, and you can tell he doesn't because he makes enough mistakes on, on a daily basis. There we go. <laughs> However, so he said to me, he goes, Hey, I, I heard Timmy B doing the game and he did his, uh, you know, what is it? His, uh, I just want to call it like the Timmy B gibberish. It was like the jibber. It was, that's exactly what he did going to like a break. Right. Right. You're talking about the, the Timmy B, the boogie bang. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He did that. So Numchuck thought, well, wait a minute. I thought he just did that on our show here. Don't you love us, Timmy B? Now, do you know what he's talking about? He said that you you went into your old your old DJ, you know, reference uh, during the course of that game. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think mean, it was with they had a little uh, uh, Bob Marley action or something <laughs> going to break. I was I was giving up a little, uh, you know, we jamming, you know, exactly. Kind of I believe it. exactly. Yeah. There it is. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like we're having some fun. It's late at night. We're getting giddy. It's Pac twelve after dark. Got to give it to him a little bit, you know. Um, he did. Spencer and I, uh, at the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth, I had no idea that they played Otis Day and the Knights uh, <laughs> in Eugene. In, 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 in memory of, um, of the Animal House. Yeah. With Otter and company. And so uh, we started dancing in the booth. Did you happen to see that? We, I put it in no. Facebook. No. Nah. I... We, we'd be jamming. We were jamming going to break. And then we were jamming with Otis Day in the night, uh, wow. commemorating Animal House on the campus, shot on the campus right. of uh, Oregon back in That's right. 1978. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Year, of, year of my marriage, 1978. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> All right. So we'll finally get to some, uh, you know, breaking college news, I guess. Even- literal, literal content. We are going to have content here. Okay. And now we'll start this interview all over. Join us now, the one and only Timmy Brando. Or I should say, that would be Mr. Tim Brando of Fox Sports. Yeah, we yeah. can't get too serious. All right, first, okay, so let's start with the Harbaugh suspension. Uh, right. Jim Harbaugh is now going to speak on Friday. He's going to get his opportunity to speak because he said, uh, in just... No due process here. He's going to speak. He was looking forward to speaking. Give us your take about this whole fiasco, this or- this ordeal. Do you agree with the suspension? Do you think it will stick? 
What do you think of the due process? Well, you know, it's unfortunate that 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 the NCAA handled this in such a manner. I I don't think the NCAA should have any jurisdiction whatsoever on any of this. Okay, but but what has happened here is you've seen the the, the legitimate media, okay, the legitimate college football media, all right, has utilized their so-called sources, anonymous sources that are who exactly now listen i'll i'll never quibble with writers that use anonymous sources god knows i've used anonymous sources on stories when i was considered a broadcast journalist hosting college football all right both at cbs and on game day back in the 80s okay so i've done that but in this case you would have to be you'd have to be deaf dumb and mute okay to not know that these sources that have been utilized by all, all of the writers, okay, whether it's 40 at Yahoo, Thamel uh, at ESPN, uh, Dellinger uh, at Sports Illustrated, whoever, okay, they are, in fact, the NCAA, okay? The NCAA is back-channeling and leaking this story to the media, all right? Who then does what? Turns up the pressure, big time. And that pressure then goes all the way through the Big Ten, through every coaching staff, through every athletic department. And they are then trying their best because they know the NCAA is not going to get through with their due process. <laughs> the NCAA really doesn't have due process, and everybody knows they don't. They pick who they want to get, and then they go after them. And then when there's somebody out there that is a – allegedly guilty of something that they don't want to get, they'll find ways not to penalize them. Remember that six-year FBI investigation of Kansas, Auburn, LSU, basketball? Remember all that? Yeah. That yeah. was going to be a landmark deal. They were going to take down Bill Self. And right. What happened there? Right. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing happened there. Okay. So, And nothing really is going to happen here at the Michigan from the NCAA. I mean, there was just nothing that was going to happen. All right. So, you know, Tony Petit is a first-year commissioner of the Big Ten. I know Tony, like him, think the world of him. I thought he was the right choice uh, for the commissionership of the Big Ten, without a doubt. But he's new to this. And unlike Mike Slive, the, the late, great Mike Slive, who was the commissioner of the SEC when Cam Scam got caught with his dad, you know, selling him off to the highest bidder, Remember that story back in 2010? Camp scam. Camp scam. I love that. I love that. Okay. His, 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 his eligibility came in question. Yeah. Well, it just so happened that he was ruled ineligible by the NCAA for one day, <laughs> the day before they played Georgia, the very week the story broke. Right. <laughs> and he was cleared, and Auburn played for and won the national championship. Uh, nothing happened to Auburn because the NCAA – couldn't get it done. Now, I know that sounds like um, uh, a really old story now because every player gets paid. I, I, I get that. But that's the difference in a, uh, when a commissioner has had as much background in law and being a judge and understanding the inner workings of the NCAA, which Mike Slide did. This was one of those stories where the media wanted this hardball story to be paid off. And they knew 
the, about this rule within the Big Ten about sportsmanlike conduct, okay, sportsmanship, this clause about sportsmanship, and that if anything was going to be done uh, from a punishment standpoint, it could be done by the new commissioner of the Big Ten. So they coerced this whole thing into becoming a reality. And I'm a little disappointed that Tony allowed it to happen. I am. Uh, I mean, it's a, what is it, a 13-page statement about why, the wherefores, and (laughs) how-tos. It's just, it's painful to try to read. I mean, it is. And the bottom line is he wanted to get him suspended, that there should be some penalty served. Now, the fact that he didn't get to coach the game last week, I'm, I'm thinking in terms of the Big Ten commissioner's office, he feels like, okay, I gave you what you wanted, can we move on? Well, apparently uh, Michigan feels a little differently about this. And they're like, no, 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 no. You shouldn't have done it. You cannot do it. And now our lawyers are going to come after you. And we've got a uh, another really embarrassing thing to take place for all of college football to have to deal with at a time when what, D.C.? The biggest and best games are being played. Right. And and the games themselves get shelled. They get moved to the, you know, page 9, 10, 11, 12, not, not page 8, not page 6, not page 1 or 2 of whatever website you read. Okay, these, I mean, this, for instance, that Oregon State game coming up with uh, Washington's a pretty big game, isn't it? Absolutely. I it's a pretty big game. Heck yeah. Right? Yeah. And uh, Corvallis. Mm-hmm. Who's really going to talk about that game this week? Not many people. <laughs> this is what we're. This is this is a much juicier story. We're going to just talk about this, and uh, you know, ad nauseum. It's going to go. It's it's really sad, and and I, I wish that the commissioner of the Big Ten had just left it alone and not allowed him, uh, his office to be coerced by by a media that felt like, hey, we got the goods on Harbaugh here. Let's roll with it, and. Um, we can get every other athletic director and uh, and head coach in the Big Ten to play along. Now it turns out, you know, Michigan apparently's got um, you know proof that that others have been doing it, uh, including uh, Purdue, whose whose head coach was probably the most outspoken about about Harbaugh. You know, Troy Walter. So <laughs> it's it's nuts. It's crazy. Go nuts, and it should all be solved. By simply doing what? Putting a radio in the helmets of these players, which they could do rather easily and at not much cost. And that should have been done long, long ago. And we wouldn't be talking about this issue at all. You know, sign stealing's been going on since, you know, the beginning of team competition and a lot of different sports. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just, it's a joke. It's just an absolute joke. And I, and I think it lends itself to the, Lowest common denominator, and in the bottom, in the in, and to me, the bottom line here is the media's role in this is uh, beyond the pale. No, I mean, it, it just you and I are beyond the pale. Yep, you and I are on yeah. the same page with this, and I've talked to to former players and coaches, and you know, again, the the people that are, are not real close to the situation, Tim, or just or 
you know, following sports or played sports or coaching or whatever. I mean, those, they make a big deal. And you mentioned one guy, you know, earlier in this uh, segment who, you know, wants to bang the drum for all this nonsense. Yeah. It, it's not that big of a deal. And there's no correlation to what they did, how it can transpire into wins. Heck, I've heard people say, Oh, you know, they should forfeit every game. They shouldn't go to the college football playoff. I mean, it's nonsense because really it's, it it's not that big of a deal. Let's focus on the, like you said, it used to be gamesmanship. Right from baseball to football right. to basketball, so right. I mean it's it's gamesmanship, you know, electronic means. Oh my goodness, let's just let's let's now suspend everybody, fire everybody, and take away wins. No, it's ridiculous. You're right. Let's keep the focus on on the games and let's let's slap them on the wrist. Do what you got to do, and let's move on and quit talking about it. Right? Yeah, yeah. and I think that's what's happened here. Okay. But what what Michigan wants now is uh, you know they want. Restitution, you know they say they're like we're gonna hear we're you're gonna hear from us whether you like it or not, and I don't doubt that that he will uh, get a stay from his judge. That was the other thing that really pissed him off. The announcement came as late as it did because they did not want a, a, a judge to grant a stay to end it. That's why he made that trip, and even though he didn't go to the game, that's why he made the trip to Happy Valley was for that hope. But then, you know, with the holiday being what the veterans day holiday being when it was, he wasn't going to get that judge to do it for him. Now he will, you know, I suspect he will be on the sidelines moving forward. Um, and, and if he's not, uh, the story I think only gets even better for him. I think it actually helps Michigan. I, I didn't think that, I didn't think that Penn state was going to beat Michigan, uh, at all. Uh, because I, I thought Michigan, was the best team in the country a week ago. I still think they're the best team in the country. And they know who they are. And they, they proved it by not throwing a, a pass with a Heisman contender, a quarterback. Oh, we're not going to throw it. We're just going to jam it right down their throats. And, and they win the game going away late. Um, but what's going to happen here is the tide will, you know, for people outside of, of, uh, of Ohio and outside of the Big Ten that just loathe Michigan, Okay, and there's a ton of them that do. I get that. Uh, you're going to find that the rest of America, okay, is going to find its way back into the Michigan corner because of the way this has been handled. Uh, people outside, I think, uh, the Big Ten footprint are now going to look at this and see it for what it is. And I, I suspect, e- even if he does serve out his, his time and he doesn't coach again, including in Columbus, I still think they win, and I think they get in the playoff. And when they do, they're going to be really hard to beat when they get to the playoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think this ensures Michigan's uh, position, both mentally and physically, as being the uh, the team that I would most not want to play, mm-hmm. you know, moving forward. And I don't think they're the best team right now in college football. Uh, I've got them ranked number one because, to me, they play to their own standards. But I don't think they're playing right now better than, for instance, Oregon is playing. I, I think Oregon is playing at a higher level. Uh, I, I think Washington is playing almost to the level of Oregon. But, you know, I can't unsee what I've seen from Michigan in terms of the way they performed in every game. When, you, when you're winning by an average of over 30 points against your opposition, uh, and even though Penn State was close for a good period of that game over the weekend, they still want it going away in the fourth quarter. 
you know, what, what they've done on the field does not warrant dropping them, in my view. Right. And I know the committee, I know the CFP has Ohio State field because of, you know, the gamesmanship that they play. You know, the, oh, but the strength of schedule based on who they play, that's a bunch of nonsense, too. But that's what they're going to play early before they pick the four teams that they know they want at the very end. 